Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello and good morning. The birds are out chirping early this morning in the parking lot. Uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday before Christmas weekend. Okay, well, since it is Friday... We are doing the Ask Carol Anything. And you know what? I hate to say this, but this may be the last um, segment or the last time we have to, we're doing Ask Carol Anything Friday because I believe you guys are running out of questions to ask me. Uh, so, And that's okay. I mean, there's only so many questions you can come up with, right? I get it. It's totally okay. All right. So let's get started. Mr. Shans wants to know, do I miss Ohio? Occasionally, yes. And I don't know that it's Ohio that I miss, but I miss my family who is up there. Uh, so, yeah. Probably that part. Maybe Portsmouth, Ohio, I miss from time to time. Because it is definitely a small town. And I like a small town. And I would love to go back to that. Huntsville is like a medium-sized town. They're small compared to a regular city, but it's not nearly, but it's not as small as Portsmouth. Portsmouth is very, very small and, you know, very small, like Mayberry small, if, if, well, maybe a little bit bigger than Mayberry, but, uh, and then Huntsville, I don't know what other, I don't know what other town to consider. It's funny because to me, Huntsville is small compared to Nashville, Birmingham, <clears throat> Atlanta, something like that. But Huntsville th- likes to think they're a big city. Or people that move here think it's a big city, and it's not. So anyway, yes, I do occasionally miss Ohio, but it's mm, I miss the small town things of, of Portsmouth. But I mainly miss my family up there. All right. So next up on the questions uh, from Colonel, what are you looking forward to in the new year and what are you looking forward to being over in the new year? Well, I'm not sure. I've, I've always had optimistic things when the new year comes upon us. I always like to think positively and, and kind of be excited about what the new year possibilities could be that would, might bring us. Um, so I'm not, I don't, can't think of anything specifically, specifically that I'm looking forward to, uh, coming in the new year, except, and this, I guess this coincides with what am I looking forward, forward to being over in the new year. And that's, and I hate, it's November when we can vote out Obama, almost said Obama, Biden, uh, same thing, right? Kind of, sort of. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to voting and getting rid of Biden, but that's not until November. We still have a long ways to go. I'm looking forward to the summertime, warmer weather, always. It's so funny because when I first moved to Alabama, I hated the summers here. Oh my God, it would get so freaking hot and humid. I hated it. Hated it with a passion of everything. And, you know, and I always liked the colder weather being from up north. But the older I get, the more I like the warmer weather and not so much the cold. I 
think that's probably why people flock, flock to Florida, right? Okay, next up on the questions, uh, Christmas Giblets wants to know, what is your most perfect Christmas memory? Wow, I don't know. When I think of Christmas and memories, I have a couple of visions that come into mind. The first one that pops into my mind is when I was a child, of course, and getting a pair of ice skates that I wanted and getting a bicycle that I wanted. Uh, those were two different years, by the way. And then the next thing that pops into my mind is my kids, when they were younger, coming out down the hallway to see what, you know, their excitement, to see what Santa has brought and, you know, baking cookies and putting out snacks for Santa and the reindeer. And, you know, those obviously are the things that come to mind. Um, but I, I can't think of anything most perfect Christmas. Is there such a thing? I don't know. A most, per I guess, you know, I guess there is a most perfect Christmas. You're with your family, right? Okay. So those are my memories. All right. Next up on the question is if the world were in, this is Colonel. This is another question from Colonel. He cracks me up. If the world were ending Saturday at 4.19 p.m. Eastern Central Time, what would you do? Now, I've had this question before, not this specifically, but uh, I would gather my family together in one place in, the, in, the, in our home, and I would eat well, and we would pray, and we would just tell each other how much we love each other and just huddle up and love on each other. That's what, that's what I think I would do. I don't know what else. I mean, what else can you do? If you knew the world was ending, what are you going to do? Uh, and I guess that's your question to me. And that's my answer. That's what I think I would do. I mean, you know. And, okay. Next question is from Rowdy Introvert. Is it that time again? I distinctly remember you asking for questions a week ago. But this week it feels too soon. All right. Questions. Which year was your favorite year and why? He says, Lower Road Radio likes 1987. It'd, it'd be all right if you just wanted to pick a year range up to a decade long. Well, I don't know about decade. Okay, 1985 was good. That's the year I graduated high school. Back when everything was good and innocent and wonderful. And we everybody got along with each other. We didn't care. If you were gay or black or whatever, we just accepted everybody. We Different music tastes, different clothing and style tastes, different hair. But we all got along. That's what I remember. So, 1985 for me. Um, but then, it comes along 10 years later, 1995, when I am uh, pregnant with my first child and married... And then I'm going to say 1996 when my second child was married. I mean, was married. Lord, it's too early in the morning. When my second child came along, I was pregnant in 1995 and 1996. Um, so those were my two favorite years. And it seemed like everything was going okay. We bought a house. We started a business. I got to stay home with my kids to, to raise them. And then, of course... Uh, I'm going to say 2008 would be the next one is when I married the gent. And, um, yeah. And we, yeah, that's it. 
Those are my favorite. It's, that spans more than a decade, I realize. Okay, so next up, let's see. I think that may be all. Let's go check. Oh, I got one more. Wombat Mommy wants to know how I'm, how my, how, she says, how you doing? That was her question. I'm doing all right, Wombat Mommy. Thanks for asking. I'm doing all right. Okay, so, um, I want to talk about something else real quick, and then we'll do the question of the day. Mike Slater was talking about, um, oh gosh, what was he talking about? Like, a, it's a group thing. Everybody gets punished for a group thing. And I'm, and I kind of relate that to the first time I, uh, he was talking about tearing down statues because of George Floyd. I think George Floyd sparked everything. George Floyd sparked all of this stuff by tearing down statues. So my thought was, oh, something bad happens and the whole world has to punish, be punished for it. So that's kind of how I remember when I was working in the car business and it was and the first time we got a group text telling us, you know, we were doing something wrong. I thought, why is this in a group text? And it was probably something I did wrong. And it was probably something stupid, you know, like nobody's out on point watching for customers to come in, you know, and it was probably my I stepped away for something. And I'm like, why is he pointing this out in a group text in front of everybody? I couldn't stand it. I could not stand it. And they do it here. I noticed that's just become a trend. Like at where I work, if let's, I, I can't really tell you what I do, but if somebody did something that wasn't according to the standard operating procedure and it was some, and it's just such a small infraction. It's not going to end the world. It's not going to mess anything up. You know, some of these may have forgot to, you know, put cross their T and dot their I. It's not, you know, it's it's not major. Trust me, it's not. Um, somebody for let's say somebody, let's say somebody put something in the wrong file, and of course, but they corrected themselves right away. But we're going to, everybody is going to get a reminder. Be sure to double check what, fo what folder you're putting things in. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Instead of going to that one individual and telling them they have to send out a group massive text or email or Teams chat or whatever. It, I can't stand it. I don't know what this new kind of managing is. I can't stand it. I never did that. Why would you no? Just go to the individual and remind them. That's all. Or just, you know, whatever. I uh, okay. Do you guys have that in your workplace? Do you do you have you noticed that? Okay. All right. Question of the day. We're going to talk about Christmas movies. And I'm going to somehow formulate a question out of this. But the gent and I were talking about Christmas movies. They had something on the news about what was a Christmas movie, the top four, whatever. And Die Hard was one of them. I consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. The gent does not. But the gent also brought up a good question. He said, well, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, why isn't Trading Places a Christmas movie? It takes place during Christmas. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are absolutely right. And they never mention Trading Places as a Christmas movie, and it should be. What do you think? 
that's my question of the day. Should Trading Places be a Christmas movie? That's a very specific question. I'm sure you've seen the movie. If not, stop what you're doing right now and go watch it. And tell me if it's a Christmas movie or not. Is Trading Places a Christmas movie? And if you don't want to answer that, then tell me what you think is a Christmas movie that might be on, you know, The Fringe or whatever. Okay, gotta go. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all the questions. And I think we're going to end Ask Carol Anything Friday. It's official. We have ended it. We're not going to do Ask Carol Anything Friday anymore. Unless you can think of something else we could do. If you have suggestions, I'm open to them. Thank you and have a great day on a Friday before Christmas weekend. Then Gent and I will be back tomorrow and Sunday and probably Monday too on Christmas. So look for fresh new episodes this weekend. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. What's that? your salary what's that who pays what's that we're not a democracy